Jeopardy Stike. Sorry. Fuck you. You're a waffle. Read, read, and more fucking greed. It doesn't take very long for your balaclava to slip. Is it ever going to stop? Seriously, Tonisha. What planet are you living on? You should take that back. To Falsa Refugee on Politics 101 Podcast, on this week's episode of the Politics 101 Podcast, we discuss the Department of Angwail Tucked, the news of the week, and rounding off this week's podcast with our favourite topic of the week, TD of the Week. So you're all welcome to uh, episode 7 of the Politics 101 Podcast. Yeah, you're all very welcome, as usual. Here we are, episode 7, Josh, look at us. Where's the time gone? gone? Where has it gone? So, uh, Josh, as always, I'm going to ask you, uh, is there any updates on last week's news? Um, credging on all credge, there isn't. There's no... No updates. Absolute news. No. Nothing. Uh, no. We will. Um, nothing. There to, well, there is, but like nothing to. Uh, nothing to add on from last week's. But there that are. That we won't get into stuff that might tie into in the news segment of yes, this week. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So. Going to kick into the main topic of today, which is going to be obviously shocking the weather. Shocking the weather. Well, shocking the cold weather. Cold horror. Cold horror. Cold horror. Yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half weeks. <coughs> um, Finishes on St. Patrick's Day, of yes. course. Um, so we're fishing. Be, fishing indeed. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about the uh, the Department of Tourism, Culture, Arts, Gaeltacht, Sports and Media. Yeah, and of course we will um, be focusing in on Gaeltacht. Yes. We will get to the rest of them at a later date. Yeah, we'll get to the rest of them. But like, we will touch on them. Yes. But exactly. But um, do you want to kick into it? Yeah, so um, the main issues with the department, in my opinion, no one else's opinion, are that um, not enough time goes into it mm. personally yeah. what do you mean by that so like specifically the Gael talk part mm-hmm. I don't think there's any emphasis on it do you know no, what I mean I don't believe there is like Shock and the Gael is ran by Cumra on the Gael again no the government like, mm. um, which is the government organisation but it's not ran like, there's nothing from the department about Shock and the Gael again or anything really about Gwaelg in general. Um, in terms of the Gwaelg talk areas, they're getting smaller and smaller oh, as time goes on. As time goes as on, yeah. People are dying. Um, the ministers who look after this department mm-hmm. are um, Catherine Martin. Oh, yes. And uh, Jack Chambers is oh, yes. the Minister of State for that department. Uh, Jack Chambers looks after the sport bit and bit of the media. That's really it. He's also... Is he not Deputy Whip as well? No, he's Chief Whip. So he's got two positions. He's Chief Whip and he's a Junior Minister, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Um, but he looks after the sport and media. Um, he does a bit of Gwail talk. He was up here in DCU and wanted to speak in the Gwail Gores. Nobody spoke to him, so he had to get staff to speak to him. It's quite funny, I heard that. But, um, I it's just a bit of a sentiment of how accepting this yes, government are. In the thing, Yes, I do believe it is. It's one of the issues um, with Gwail Talk. Obviously, it's a um, areas are dying out more and yeah. more. Um, obviously, there was that video recently of the two people uh, it, who got in the accident in the cars, yeah, cursing <laughs> at each other in Irish. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, and I'd love to see that more often. I'd love to see like arguments in shops with like someone trying to return something and screaming <laughs> at the shop steward in Irish. I'd love if someone screamed at me in Irish, I'd return right, no matter. I find that hilarious. I feel like it's one of the things we do have to look at as a country because obviously it's our primary language. Like, not many people know that it's actually in the constitution that 
Irish is the primary language of Ireland. Yeah. Obviously, we know that because we study a lot, but I don't think a lot of people know that. No, they don't. And it's it's one thing that people are actually kind of shocked when they hear it. They're like, oh, is, is it not English? No. Believe it or not, it's not. Um, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of the things, like, it is a, if I can just get here, Article 8 of Unlocking well, Hair and uh, Point one is the Irish language as the national language is the first official language. And then it also has the English language is recognised as a second official language. Mm. So obviously Irish is meant to be our main one. Now why don't we speak Irish anymore? There's a lot of history there, why we don't, uh, why certain areas are more known for speaking Irish. Obviously some people didn't want to travel that far into Ireland and uh, when they're taking it over, but it's one of the things where um, I do feel like I'd love to be able to speak more Irish. Yeah, I think everyone would, to be honest. Um, obviously, as I said on last week's podcast, DC ran a um, Cupola Fuckle course. That was great. It was a great uh, event. Everyone was delighted to be there. And That's good. Discussed, That's good. Uh, it was pretty much like the Whale Talk, you know, everyone yeah. spoke in Irish and there was only a bit of barely in it, you know? Mm. I remember hearing one of the stories of one of the fellas uh, we went to school with who went to the Gale Talks and um, couldn't speak a lick of Irish. So yeah. I think for the whole weekend he just started saying chicken roasted. I think that's all he could say. Nice. So I was like, fair play to him. At least you know that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But why are they all bunched together? Um, that's the big question. It's a big question. Like, obviously, it is, it's a massive um, portfolio for anyone to take yeah. on. Like, tourism. That should be a whole one. That, that's that's massive for this country. Like yeah. you think of all the tourism hotspots we have, like obviously Dublin, then you have the Cliffs of Moher. Yeah. You have Kerry, Cork, Cork, Galway, Donegal, Belfast. Even like I know. Yeah, well, people come in through here. People to, come in and then go yeah, exactly. The so that's the thing. Like people come in here to go to Belfast, so we're still getting the tourism in there. Mm. It's one of the things like culture and art. I feel like they'd be okay together. Yeah. Gwail Talks should be something completely on its own. It should be Gwailge August Gwail Talk or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then sports, you could possibly throw sport in with the art even if you want, and media. You could possibly have, like, I feel like tourism should be its own one. Culture, art, sport and media. But then Gwail Talks shouldn't be lobbed in with all the other ones. Mm. I feel like what was happening was they were like, hmm, what do we need to talk about in the government? And they were just like, well, we these six things. Do we want to have another six ministers? And I'll just try them all together and give them to the one we le- least like. Minister, like it's surprising that he didn't just make six new ministers, you know, give a few jobs to the lads or whatever. Honestly, very surprising it is. It's about like obviously, I know media, I couldn't like possibly, I wouldn't see a whole position for media, sport media, I could see it definitely mm. see a whole position there. Sport is such a huge thing to us. Culture and art is another massive industry, like it's our huge. entertainment industry is massive. Like, look at the amount of artists and exports we have as a country like the script Dermot Kennedy we've so many Irish U2. artists you 2 is doing the bigger ones we've so many Irish artists going out and then we have loads of like smaller kind of bands lesser known ones in Ireland as well kneecap being one of them um, well we're not just going to shit on the department either no we're not going to shit they did do no. some good things yeah. um, something I mentioned um, earlier on in the podcast um, universal basic income. Yes, that was great. Um, you know, brought in by Catherine Martin, the minister. Yeah. You know, so each like an artist or like you know pop singer who's not guaranteed their 
you know, weekly gross gross pay or whatever, get flat rate, but Don't they can make this. over it. Yeah. Fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah, it is. I feel like, obviously with COVID, this was probably the hardest hit industry. Because... Mm. Between that and pubs. Yeah, because I know, obviously, bigger bands, obviously they can just keep themselves going for a little while. Yeah, they have a few pounds in the bank. A few pounds in the bank. Smaller people like wedding singers. Fucked. People who just went into a pub, sang for the night, got paid a few quid at the end of the that's the issue and even when the pubs opened they didn't have live music back because they weren't allowed so they were out of a job for so so long and they were getting yeah. nothing and the losses are just compounding exactly and they're going up and up and like they're just making no money and there's no sight of them getting more money and this initiative that was brought in was a glimmer of hope for them yeah and I think it was one of the best things that the government probably done in, in, in a long in time, a long time anyway. like um Obviously what would you what would you like to see? Would you like to see a Gael talk minister? A minister for Gaelge? Yeah. I I think would be more fitting mm. to promote the language. I know schools have their own thing to promote the language, but that doesn't go far enough. No. And in schools you're taught to do a test. Yes. At the end and that's it. Whereas I would like to see it reformed. A lot of people won't agree with me. I'd like to see two Irish subjects oh, in yes. skills. One of them being optional. Yeah, like, like, one. like how I was talking about the in the education one, how we were yeah. discussing the should be spoken Irish, should be out, and then you learn the other bit. Yeah, so I think you should do them all up until junior cert. Yeah. Right, throw one, just the one subject. Then split it for leaving cert. Yeah. So you have like, look at like, like the way foreign languages are taught. Mm. I know they're not split. But if you were to like teach more, like like you don't get taught any grammar in in leaving Cert Irish, you only no. get taught how to answer the questions. Yeah, and you learn off essays. Yeah, but the thing is, well, if you're saying like an aspect, but like you also don't read a book in French to talk about, like you're in Irish. Like you read a you yeah like reread you a play don't, and yeah a play like, sorry yeah. you also don't learn off five poems. No. You also don't learn off the answer to them five. The answer to five answers. You don't also learn off five short stories in Irish. Yeah, or essays. Obviously Cock and Milch being one of the greatest things that has ever been created in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only good thing about Irish was Cock and Milch, I think. <laughs> oh, I see the picture of like um sort of top camera, you see the picture Greg's head up. They have like a cake with like just like a pink fondant and just ice. Oh, I was like, this is the cake Paul was seen in Cockamilla. She's selling it and it's one of the funniest things I've seen. Yeah, I'd actually, I don't want to watch all them videos again. They were great, Craig. <laughs> just a throwback. Like Young, young Ming is oh, yes. done fantastic stuff. Yeah. And the one where your man hits his head and he wakes up and he's fluent guy again. Wait, what? I've never seen that one. Yeah, he goes out on the tear, has a few points, hits his head, goes to sleep. And then when he, his daughter wakes him up in the morning and he speaks fluent Irish. That's amazing. But like he's walking around the place and people are like, who are you? Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> it's one of the things where like, if you start speaking Irish in Dublin, you get a weird look. Oh yeah. I, I was, because uh, it's shocking the way, like, I'm using the cupola fuckle going around the place, yeah. you know, Diag Witch and, you know, Gurra Moigut and all yeah. that. I'm using it because, you know, to try and, you know, yeah. just do whatever. It was in, um, went through a drive-thru, they did a very popular fast food chain. And, um, 
We're not going to name it because we're not going to put man, jazz over. He gave the food out and I said, Go, am I good? And I thought he was going to attack me. Yeah. He jumped out the window and said, What'd you say? I was saying, I just said thanks. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I feel like a lot of people are like, what? No, now with Murphy's ice cream, you get 10% off your That's order. That's great stuff. That's great. And, and, and all the staff got free uh, Irish lessons if they wanted them. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Well, imagine you walked in, you asked for it in Irish, and they're looking at you, what would you say? Imagine, yeah, that's the thing, like, <laughs> imagine if you walk into like a coffee shop, yeah. ask for a flat white in Irish. A bon- a bonnie-in. A bonnie- imagine, you'd be like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> you'd like, a bottle? Bonnie? You just Bonnie and Ledahol. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> okay, hang on. Um, Gary Khan, yeah, there's a crazy guy here. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I do think that it's something that we really need to not even look at a government level, but like a society level. Yeah. Like, society needs to kind of accept that it is our main language. Like, I know Duolingo, it's the most popular language in mm-hmm. Ireland, and it is one of the most popular in Europe. Yeah, Duolingo's great. But um, you don't want to make guilt trips you. Yeah. So you get emails and it's you made duo sad. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everyone would like to be able to speak Irish, um, whether that be fluently or just even on on a conversational level. Yeah. I think a lot of people would. I'm trying. Um, but I write my emails in Irish. And yeah, stuff. I'm kind of signing off um, all my emails with a bit of Irish. Trying as much as I can, really. Mm. Um, it's just, it's taught very badly in school. I feel like that's why it's kind of it's, like... It's taught to hate it. It really is. Everyone you speak to says they hate Irish because but it's of the thing, skill. You're not taught to speak it, you're taught to learn it. Yeah. And that's the issue. In French, you're taught to speak it. Yeah. In Spanish, you're taught to speak it. Yeah, any language. Any yeah, language, you're taught to speak it. Anything. Not Irish. And Irish, you're taught to learn all stuff. Yeah. And that's the issue with it. And like I think it's because they fear like, well, no one speaks Irish. What's the point? Just learn enough. There is that kind of attitude. Yeah, I'm sure no one speaks it. Why should we speak it? Yeah. Well, that's the reason no one we speaks it. We should want to speak it though. Yeah, it no, is our national language. Um, yeah. Mo- moving on. Um, the news. No, no, no. Oh no. The, the funding that the department gets. Oh yes. They get a lot of money. Do they? They get a lot of money. Where does it go? Listen. They get. Just shy of 1.2 billion, and the exact figure is 1 billion 197 million 498 thousand. Sorry, say that again, sorry. 1 billion 197 million 498 thousand. Where does that all go? Euros. Where does that go? Um, I assume a lot of it goes into uh, capital uh, spending for sports. A lot of grants for sports. Yeah. Um, sure. UBI takes a good chunk of it. Um, I think the lowest that actually gets out of it is the Gael talk a bit. Of course. Um, media, obviously, RTE is covered under that. State media. Yeah. Um, mm. not fully, but yeah, some like, funding well, goes like, there. Mm, yeah, your TV license does have to pay then. Yeah, but that's why only some funding goes. Yeah. I think the lowest one in is actually uh, well talked. That's that's obviously arts takes the UBI, and so yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a um, little return. It's a lot of money going for like that's why I feel like they probably bunched it all up because they don't want to actually say how much Irish actually gets they're like oh we're giving all this to this department and they're mm. like yeah and actually a tenner of it goes to Irish <laughs> just to print the shock and the Gregor post just to print the shock and the Gregor post that's all they get 
That's all we get. They actually yeah. sell the Shock and the Guelga posters. Oh, they're probably going to get money off us for that. If you Google Shock and the Guelga, you can buy uh, merch. That's you can buy pens, pencils, posters, right. sticky notes, key rings, uh, and button badges. Also, silver and gold badges. Um, That's where the funding for obviously it goes. Like any money they make during Shock and the Guelga is, has to do the Irish language for like the whole for the year. year. For so the next to, 10 years. Yeah, they have to budget like, oh, you only got 300 euro a day. Oh, what are we going to do? Oh. Yeah, it's. Less than a euro a day. Yeah, yes, and you're a sir. But yeah, kicking it into um, I jumped the gun there a second ago. Yeah, I know. Kicking it, it into the news. Oh yeah, um, we're changing up this week. Yeah, so we haven't told each other what we have. Yeah. Um, I, I feel I kick off the news a lot, so I'm gonna let you take the first point today. Right. So, so give us what you got. I'll give you the big one first. Oh. There's no global greening this year. I knew you wouldn't know what this is. So basically, you know that all the buildings in, around the world get lit up green for Paddy's Day? Yeah. It's not happening this year. Why? Ukraine. <laughs> I knew you didn't know that. Do you know when it started? Go on. Do you want to take a guess what, what year it was? Uh, 19... No, you're way off. What? 2010. What? That's only when we started. Do you know the first country that did it? Not us. Not us, we had a great connection. America? No. England? Other, other end of the world. Australia. Australia? Yeah. The Sydney Opera House was lit up in 2010 green. Countries are like, it's a great PR stunt, we're going to do this. So it was announced earlier that it wasn't happening this year due to Ukraine. Right. So now um, they were told that the global greening... It's what they use the initiative of global landmarks where lit green are paused this year so the monuments can be lit in Ukraine's colours instead. So on Paddy's Day, there'll be no greening of any landmarks around the world. It's just temporary colours instead. It's going to be temporary colours, yeah. Yeah. Which, nice. honestly, I do kind of... I don't mind, like, it's quite stupid seeing the... Um, the Eiffel Tower in green and what's the river they die green? Um, in Boston is it? Is it Boston or Chicago? They die some river entirely green and it's crazy to look at. Um, like I don't see the point in it. Bit of waste. Um, Bit of waste. They should die the Liffey green. Nearly that already. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. Um, right. <laughs> I've said it already, so I'm going to say it again. No, I haven't said it on the podcast, but I've said it to people in, in the flesh. Um, <clears throat> and I want to say this the best way that I can. I understand the situation in Ukraine. Yeah. It's very serious. Yeah, it is. And there is massive loss of life in Ukraine. Okay? And I understand that. I do. But, and this is a very big but, and... I really do not want to take away the seriousness of what's going on in Ukraine, right? Definitely. I have never seen a response like this for any other country that has been annexed. Oh no. Like, how long has Palestine been annexed by Israel? God. Years. Years. Like, that thing... Decades. There's been no mention of it at all. I've never seen... I've seen protests at the embassy from a small group of people. Yeah, and I've seen like Palestinian like flags in people's bios on like or pins, but I've never seen a Palestinian flag. Including myself. Yeah, I've never seen a flag of Palestine risen in the college. In the college, 
I'll, I'll give you one. I, I was driving in here tonight and um, the letters are a little blue, blue, and blue. Yeah, I've seen yellow. that. You've never seen them little Palestinian colours? No, I've never, never seen... never seen them little Palestinian colours. I've never seen them little Afghanistan colours. Iraq, Iran, Saudi Arabia where there's mass genocide. West Sahara where there's mass genocide. Cuba. I've never seen any, no. any anything. No, it's one of the things. And even in town now, the Dumsey Council have added the Ukraine flags on the side. I've never seen them change. Never. Never. In fact, are changing them for the I Ukraine. I think cha- they were changed on... Um, for the centenary of the For rising. the centenary of rising, yeah. yeah. They were changed to like... Uh, like pictures from the rise and stuff. But still, to have it, well, that's a landmark for us. Yeah. But then to have it changed for this, but not about Palestine. I, I, I don't. I, I think it's just kind of like you know, faux outrage of people, you know, and and the hypocrisy. Can't, can't believe you did it on the podcast. <laughs> can't believe you did it on the podcast. All places to get me. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think. Pe- I think. I think the hypocrisy is is disgusting. <laughs> I nearly killed Nathan. Um, I'm sure he'll tell you. But I, I think, and and then the news today. I know I'm cutting across your news point. I'm very sorry. It's gross. But the news coming out of the UK today that they've sanctioned um, the owner of Chelsea Football Club. Yes. Um, like think about how many people or many like Saudi princes own football clubs in the Premier League. Yeah, is that actually one of your news points? No. Okay, because oh, that's kind of I'm going to build on that in a second. All right, okay. My second one. Right, okay, okay. So I, I'll let you, I, I'm just going to cut you off there because I will kind of talk about that. Right. Um, but back to your foulness. <laughs> um, Josh asked me, uh, what's that kind of word you use for uh, <laughs> fake fur? And I was like, foul. And he goes, yeah, that one. He goes, he didn't know how to pronounce it the way it was spelled. So I kind of lost it, I did. And he's been saying like the past week or so he's going to use it in daily conversations. And he gets me at the worst times he does like the podcast. <laughs> I'm not expecting it. All right, do you want to go with your first uh, new story? So, on March 4th, yeah, last Friday, mm-hmm. hey, this podcast comes out. Yes. The Independent led with a story of Michael Healy Ray dumps 120,160 copies of official printed documents. Oh, yes. From the doll printer. <laughs> because there was no hyphen. Yeah. And looking at my notes, I forgot the hyphen as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> does he ever? Did he ever have a hyphen? Apparently, I but f- fucked him in the bin, right? Oh, hundred and twenty, over hundred twenty thousand. I think I butchered saying that number mm. earlier, but yeah, there is there is a hyphen. Apparently, so just fucked him in the bin. Yeah. Without a care in the world, no. bin grand. Better add in the hyphen, he'll come for me. Yeah. Well, it's also, they don't care about the planet, as uh, as is... Uh, no, well, God Almighty above controls the, the seasons, right? In the 14th century, we were drowned out of it. And in the 16th, we were roasted out of it. I'm sure, what was Danny Healy really said about the planet? Well, that's what he said. But he's not say like, I don't care about the planet, or like... Oh, the be damned with the planet. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Be damned Great with the planet. Great man to have uh, as in, in the legislature. <laughs> the legislature. Yeah, um, so it's quite... Um, Quite a thing there. Um, I did see that earlier in the week. Mm. Uh, but all day the mind. So, see, as you were saying, about, uh, what? Sorry, what's his name? I can't pronounce it. Abramovich. Uh, Abramovich. Abramovich. Sorry, Abramovich. I remember it's really sanctioned. Yeah. Have you seen Tree have cancelled their deal with the forty million pound sponsorship? They've they Tree do not want anything to do with Chelsea. 
which I don't think is right because he's stepping away. He literally said, I'm selling the club. I don't associate with this. Yeah, but like, is he selling the club so he doesn't lose any money? I don't think, I don't know. Obviously, like, obviously, he is a businessman and they will more than likely end up looking out for their best interest. But I feel like, I think he was sat down probably and they're like, listen, I don't think it's right for you to be reading the club right now because of what's going on in the situation. Yeah. So he's like, I sell it. And then three are like, we don't want to be associated with him. Yeah. It's not Chelsea's fault. No, it's not. And Chelsea didn't do anything. And I, I know it's your point, right? But I just want to come in again. No, you can come in anytime. Um, the, the UK didn't have a problem when he came over with the money. Oh, no. And they knew full well where it came from. Yeah. That he, he is a Russian oligarch. They, they knew full well and they said, no, come on in with your billions and invest it and spend it in our country. But now, all of a sudden, get the fuck. What, oh, I don't... Uh, just... As I said before, it's just kind of like fall outrage. <laughs> What's your next story, Josh? Oh, is that your story doing this? Yeah, yeah, that's why I just I thought I just wanted to say like it was just I seen that they cancelled the deal and I was like, are they serious? So my uh, next news story is uh, petrol. Oh yes. May I go on? Exo is duty and was cut. Uh, midnight last night well two nights ago when this goes out uh, tw- 20 cent on petrol 15 cent on diesel 2 cent on biodiesel I believe figures Nathan would that be correct um, 2015 20, 2 2015 2 yeah that's right. it um, they also said that they fully well sorry they I'll get on to that um, with the excise duty we see in petrol stations um, <clears throat> with a red and white logo um, up their prices them specifically that petrol brand up their prices I've seen a few petrol brands that have done that but they're trending on Twitter right now oh, um, really? yeah because they're 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 like doing it outrageously mm-hmm. they put up the price by nearly 10 cent yeah and then the, the 20 cent dropped last night two nights ago from when yeah. this goes out so it's only 10 cent off Mm. So now, I actually used to feel sorry for the petrol companies, and I was saying this to you earlier. You are because the League of Petrol Stations <laughs> sounds like a super feeling. The League, right? Of the nations. League of Petrol Stations said, "Oh, it's not us who are dropping the price. You know, like over seventy percent or something goes to tax. We only get a little thirty percent. He's got more than that now, don't you? He's cunts. Jesus Christ! No, capitalist pigs, Nathan. Yeah, no. scum of the earth." Wouldn't even waste my. I don't even know what I was going to say. But anyway, um, also on on the same topic of petrol, uh, the CCPC came out to sit today because someone tried to do them for um, unfair competition by upping their price by so much. Because um, petrol is a perfectly competitive market, and I hope I'm right in saying that, but I don't think I am. No, I am an economist. I believe it's perfect competition. I believe it is perfect competition. So, From what I remember, but um, I don't remember a lot. In perfect competition, Nathan, we want to re, 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 re jog your memory. Oh, here we go. Um, even third economics. Perfect competition, um, firms are price takers, not price makers. Yeah. So there's a market price, and every firm who enters that is meant to stay in that price. Yeah. Someone tried to do red and white circular petrol brand. Um, for unfair competition and the CCP said do what they want do what they want it doesn't fall under the competition laws 
Following on, um, Fine Gael tweeted today saying there's no tax on kerosene. That all oh, which don't is false. Get me started false. on that. The okay. amount of false. the amount of YFG I've seen talk about this fake news. That there's been spins from opposition parties saying that fake news. Oh, you're not being taxed like that. No, kerosene is taxed. If you go on and you look at government documents, it says kerosene is what eighty six euro. Um, per 1,000 litres. Yeah, 1,000 litres. That's tax. Or is it 100? Something. No, some, I think it says, that's tax. That uh, is believe tax. it or not, Nate, that is tax. tax. That is tax. And I don't know where Leo is getting off on this. I don't know where Miho's getting off on this. I don't know where Sleepy Eamon's getting off on this. But if they want to come out and explain, they can. It's tax. It's bleeding tax. It's fucking tax. You're being Money taxed. that goes to the exchequer, it's tax. Exactly. At the end of the day. I did find it interesting, though, how this 20 cent redu- reduction how small 20 cent and 15 cent is, it's going to cost 320 million. Yeah, it long. is. That just goes to show you how much people buy petrol. Well, I mean, you have to think about the freight as well that's being moved around the yeah, country that is constantly. Thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's just ridiculous. Um, look, the 20 cent, 15 cent reduction is going to be redundant in the next week. It's it, literally it's, it's, redundant listen, now. The government were told months ago to prepare by opposition parties you need to cut the excess the excess duty yeah only two weeks ago they voted to not cut their uh, to not reduce the carbon tax in May so come May look we're still going to be in this crisis do you know what I mean yeah. because well, uh, hopefully the situation in Ukraine is, is finished hopefully but after all the sanctions we've placed on Russia, do you think they're going to let us buy the oil? Not a chance. Right? But well, so, it's not like we're one of the smallest like of getting actual oil from Russia. Like, if you look at the figures, it's really mainland Europe that get most of it, and we get it from somewhere else. I think we get it from America. I could be wrong in that, but I believe that also the UK are the smallest in, mm. well, not the EU anymore. UK, but um, where are some of like the we got the least amount of oil from and natural fuel from Russia? All right, interesting. So no, but um, but yeah, that's that's my point. Right, I'm gonna move on to my final one here now. Um, Labour are gonna have a new leader soon. They are. We were talking about this last week on the podcast. We got breaking news. Oh, you have breaking news? No, no, we got breaking. Oh, we got breaking news last week on the podcast that um, Alan Kelly was stepping down as leader of the Labour Party. So there's big talking points throughout the um, throughout the month or the week in it um, of like saying who's going to replace him? Was it going to be Duncan Smith? Was it going to be Aon O'Riordan, who we thought was going to be because he lost a con- um, leadership contestant with him? He did, he did. Um, could have been Jed Nash. People were looking for Brendan Howland to come back. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why people were asking for him to come back. Um, but there was one person which many people weren't really looking at at the start but I feel like because she didn't like wasn't she won the by-election and who's that Josh? Ivana Bajic that's her there she is yeah that's the one that's the one that's her yep she is looking to be the next leader of Labour and obviously she has to be do they still have to be do they have to be voted in Labour? Was it just accepted by? Um, she's co-opted. She's co-opted, yes. Because Labour have a strange rule where you have to be a TD to be leader of their party. Strange enough. Strange enough. Like councillors can be leaders of the party. No. 
I think they should. Um, obviously, but yeah, it's one of the weirder kind of rules in politics saying like you have to be this to be the leader. Mm. So yeah, she's going to be taken over um, by the looks of it. Will it bring Labour's numbers up? No. No, more than likely not. Um, there's a poll, uh, I can't remember exactly um, what the poll said, but um, the majority of people said they were less likely to vote for Labour with her as leader. Um, obviously that might be because people don't know who she is. See, she was um, in the Shannon's for quite a bit. People don't know her too well. People look at Labour's last female member uh, leader and see what she tried to do in the country, if you remember that. Mm. The outrage. But yeah, that's um, to my final point anyway. Um, yeah. So, um, I have only one, and it's only a small point because I know we are really got for time. Yeah, we are pressing time here now. Um, recording this at the very last minute before it has to be submitted to our new collaboration partners in yeah. DCUFM. Shout out to DCUFM. Um, 2,500 Ukrainian refugees um, are in Ireland so far yep. under the um, visa waiver scheme, which is looking at my notes from last week. Um, yeah, so that was obviously, I touched on that last week, it was only 123 at that point. Mm-hmm. It's now thousand. Yeah, I believe there's 10,000 people who have expressed interest to open up their homes, as requested by um, Helen McEntee. Oh, right. So, yeah, fair enough. Like. It's not too bad. Um, as, that, I, as I did say, it looks like Derry Girls, it does just get, like, it does like, <laughs> seem like this. I said it last week, is that, like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, pop in. I feel like 10,000 is quite a lot. I didn't think that that many people would actually do it. Yeah, um, apparently there was a portal open. Just to show you how quick the government connect. Yeah, if they, they really want yeah, to. Yeah, they really want to. Yeah, only we had that urgency with healthcare. Mm-hmm. We'll get on to that in oh, well, future we'll, episodes. We'll, we'll definitely get on to that. But yeah, that rounds off this week's news. Yeah, and um, um, yeah. kick into our favourite topic favorite of the week. Favourite topic of the podcast TD of the week. Chuck the dollar of the week. Josh. Who is it? <clears throat> this week's pod, this week's TD of the week is John Paul Phelan. Oh, Chuck the dollar for Carlo Kilkenny constituency and a member of Fine Gael. Oh, Fine Gael. Another Fine Gael TD we have. So, Nathan, what is he doing right now? Well, he is Minister of State for Housing, so he obviously is Junior Housing Minister. I'd like to be under that. I would not want to be under I would not want to be under that branch. Trust me. Trust me, I wonder does he like write his speeches and just give them to him or like fuck should be sacked if he does. Honestly he's not doing a good job for him anyway. But yeah, he um he's been he was uh, on the Shannon. Alright. For the Labour panel from two thousand two to two thousand eleven. Okay. Um and he's been a TD to be fair from since two thousand eleven. Nice. Um so yeah, like he's new quite a bit. Um been in the position long enough. So nice. I, um, I think I can see if I can get onto his um Aroctus page now. Um he is one of the um what's the very few um Finnegale backbenchers who um wants the carbon tax to be reduced. Oh really? And um, he wants the increases suspended. Oh interesting. Um if only he had a vote with that way. Well he would have lost a whip. Sure look. If if he really stood for it he would lose the whip. Yeah well we'll see. We'll see. Um, he he also says, um, profiteering on fuel prices at time of war is morally reprehensible. Hmm. Then votes against 
opposition bills to reduce the price of fuel. Yeah, interesting there. Um, yeah, that's it. Mm. He has also voiced his concern that um, the, the excise duty cuts um, will be wiped out by soaring prices, yeah. but then voted against to reduce the excise duty for that. Like, I feel like it's all about petrol. It's all about fuel. It's all about all this. And it's the fact of we're taxed on tax. Mm. I think it should be like illegal nearly. Like, you shouldn't be taxed on a tax. Probably the only country in the world. Probably one of the only that you're taxed on a tax. Like, that's shocking. Um, that's just the government trying to grab more money out of our pockets. Price gouging. Honestly. Um, he does a few bits for the uh, constituency. I'd say so. Most of um, it rural independents. Like, kind of... He's not independent. Oh, no, I was saying um, not rural TDs would... Um, he's just got some emergency funding for a school. Well, it's very good of town. Very good one. Um, he also got 42 grand for the town. Oh. For the council. Um, and he also lobbied um, to get the go-ahead for a new Glanbia site in Kilkenny or Carlow, I don't know, um, worth £140 million. Jeez. Oof, jeez. So he does a few bits. It's like a moolah. Yeah, it, I'll tell you what, it sure is. You'd fill up your car at least once with that. Um, the Ballyhale Flood Relief Scheme is another thing he um, is advocating for. A video popped up there on an ad as I clipped into the article and I shit myself that it was going to play out loud. So yeah, he wants a flood relief centre. I don't know what that is. Um, or flood relief scheme, not a centre. Apologies. I assume it's like flood barriers. Oh, I do apologise. Sorry, he's not Minister for State currently. Oh, he's not? He's not. He was. He was in the 2016 to 2020 doc. Right. He's not currently. He's no position currently. He's just a TD. He's just a TD. But I say justice. Well, he's still, yeah, but like, he, he has he has no portfolio. Right. And is not looking to get a portfolio. Yeah. So, well, um, yeah, another week. Another week. Another week done. It's sad to leave, is it is. Yeah, so, join us next week for episode eight. Yeah, indeed. We do have seven written down. On. I know, I see yeah. that. Um, join us next week for episode eight, um, where we haven't decided what we're doing yet. So yeah, um, um, yeah. So um, follow us on our socials as always at Politics One One Pod on Twitter, Politics One One underscore Pod on Insta. You can also email us at Politics One One Pod at gmail.com. Also, get in touch if you'd like to see any other topics or you have any ideas of guests you'd like on the podcast. So we had our last guest last week. We got great feedback for that. We did. We did. We did. So that's all I have to say. So, uh, okay. Slan. Slan. August. Thanks for listening. Leave the house.